1: Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
0: It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey,
2: here we go.
0: Our Blues insider from The Athletic is the one and only J.P. Rutherford, or J, uh, J.P., but we can, well, he's J.P. on Twitter. We call him Jeremy. JR, how you doing?
1: Good, doing well, doing well.
0: Well, let's start with this because you did mention last night on Twitter that the Blues have lost a lot of players and gained only one. This off season, but uh, as Dick Ferriol once told us, and this is the hockey one, uh, the the Blues are going to start the season in October with twelve forward six defensemen, and a goalie available <laughs> to them, right?
1: <laughs> they are, they are, they are. It looks a little light right now, doesn't it? You know, even as I put that little list together, the fact that they got Buchnevich and they've lost these five players, you know, Vince Dunn in the expansion draft, and Sammy Blay in a trade, you know, Carl Gunnarsson retire so there's reasons why the uh the number of guys going uh is bigger than the the guys coming but you know Doug Armstrong's got some young players to fill in you know perhaps a Clint Costin slips in there and then also uh free agency just started yesterday and I know some people get frustrated when uh, you don't have a signing a big signing on that first day but still time to to bring in uh, players
0: and JR uh, t- uh, I know that you do the math and uh, your math is better than mine but I look at their four restricted free agents and I don't see the Blues having a, an awful lot more than $3, 4000000 million to spend after they sign those guys.
1: Yeah, no, that's about right. And it, it depends what they're going to retain in the Tarasenko trade, you know, if and when that happens. But you're right. Uh, Bucinevich was the biggest restricted free agent in terms of what his contract was going to look like. And I thought the Blues got him at a real good price, $5.8 million, for the prime of his career, age 26 to 30 is what you're looking at there. After that, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Ivan Barbashev, uh, you know, those are the other restricted free agents. I don't think they're going to cost a ton. But when you add their contracts up, Randy, you're right. Uh, you are you're, you are better at math than me. Uh, it doesn't leave them with much. So you got the three to four million. But then, uh, you know, if you retain half a Tarasenko salary, uh, you know, it could give you a little more flexibility.
2: JR you said if and when the Vladimir Tarasenko deal happens do you think it does get done or do you think he starts the season with the blues
1: gosh it's uh, lately it's reminded me of growing up watching uh, my mom in the living room uh, watching general hospital or days of our lives or something like that but uh you know i think it'll get done i really do uh, i realize that Doug Armstrong uh, has to take a stance and say look if if i don't find the deal that i want i can envision vladimir tarasenko in a Blues uniform, to start the season. I I totally get that. Everybody gets it. But I don't know that you want to start a fresh season with an issue like that hanging over everybody's head. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, the people that I talked to in the story I wrote today, you know, they say that the ship sailed, uh, it's over, you know, make the trade already. And uh, Doug Armstrong has to do his due diligence, as he's been doing for a couple months, before he makes that deal. So to me, I can't picture Tarasenko on the ice opening night We'll see what happens. I would expect that trade to come sooner than later.
2: If he's not in St. Louis to start the season, where do you think he is?
1: Well, there's a number of spots. uh, And then as I mentioned in the story this morning, uh, you know, it's just kind of limited. And we've been talking about that, discussing it, writing it for a number of weeks right now, that, the market for a guy who's 29 with three shoulder surgeries and hasn't necessarily produced in the past couple of years with a $7.5 million price tag. There aren't a lot of teams out there who want a guy like that. And so I think because we're still sitting here talking about when is this trade going to happen is evidence of, 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 that situation. However, I think things have to play out. You have to have the expansion draft teams have to say, okay, this is who we lost now. Then free agency happens. Okay. We, we signed this guy. Now here's what our cap space situation is. Maybe they come back to the blues. So, you know, I can understand if you're Doug Armstrong listening to this conversation and he just says, hey, it's just not there. Like, uh, you know, the the compensation just isn't there. That's why it's hard to make this deal. I believe him. I believe him. But I also believe that he's going to work as hard as he can to find a package to make this happen because we all know that uh, it's come to the end of the road
0: couple of things, Jr. Number one, would it make sense for the Blues and for Tarasenko to try to rehabilitate himself physically and in the eyes of the NHL for a couple of months before you move him? And I know that trust is a limited part of that relationship right now, but if they agree, okay, you play in October, November, part of December, show us in the league that you're healthy, and then we'll do everything we can to move you. Would, would that make it's, sense?
1: It, it, it's certainly possible, but I think there, there's a little bit of – you know, gamble with that. What if he comes back and he doesn't play very well? And then there's absolutely no trade value. So for the limited amount of trade value that there is right now, I think that there are still some teams, if they could make it work, they're telling themselves, yeah, 30 goal score. Okay. He's had the shoulder surgery. We get it. But you know, we know that he had the uh, stabilizing surgery this time, you know, maybe there's a chance, but if you get two months into the season and this guy's sitting on one goal and pouting, and maybe he's a healthy scratch at that point, you know, then good luck that last year and a half trying to trade that salary. True. And then uh, first and foremost, I think that the, the biggest thing is I, I, I just don't think you can have him around. I don't think it's good for the organization. Uh, I don't think Vladdy wants to be around. I'm, I'm looking at that from both sides, and I just can't picture him being in the sweater. The
0: other part of this, JR, is that... Uh a guy like Jonathan Druin from Tampa demanded a trade very publicly and he was there for another year. Uh, you look back at the beginning of 2018, the fall of 2018, and Braden Shen was very unhappy here in St. Louis. Now it looks like he's going to spend the rest of his career here. So it's not like once a trade is requested that teams necessarily make the move right away, historically. So many times they do, but not all the time.
1: Yeah, not all the time. and And, you know, different players, in different uh, organizations maybe better and you know time as it goes on maybe it's not the ideal situation uh, for Vladimir Tarasenko here and, and perhaps he does go somewhere else and thrive to me that's all gonna be based on his health but right now the Blues and and Tarasenko's camp they just need to get through the part of, uh, of moving them and uh, you know Vladdy is gonna get a fresh start you know he's been doing some uh, training in uh, Colorado uh, recently And, uh, you know, by all accounts, he talked to people, he's motivated. I know we've heard all this before and, and who knows, you know, he, or he could go to another place and, you know, not be able to recover from the, the three shoulder surgeries. And people say, I told you so. So, I mean, this thing to me can still go one of two ways.
2: Jerry, we know that this is a a business. Vladdy's trying to do what's best for him. Army wants to do what's best for the Blues organization. But you mentioned that you don't think it's good for the organization for him to return. How do you think Vladdy would be received by his teammates if he does have to come back to St. Louis?
1: Well, it's a good question. Uh, I think that the situation as I see it, and I've seen it for 15, 20 years, is players understand it's a business, whether it's. You know, Jaden Schwartz holding out for a couple of days. Alex Petrangelo. You know, people don't even remember that that happened uh, for a couple of days. There are things that that happen business wise with players in the locker room, and the rest of their teammates understand it. But I think when you look at the Tarasenko situation, you know, it's been going on for uh, you know months or, or years in terms of you know questions about. Uh, you know, the, the locker room and, you know, the leadership and not just with Tarasenko, you know, we wrote it before with all the other veterans, but, but I think that, you know, they've already made up their opinion of Vladimir Tarasenko. I don't think what happens uh, with the, with the trade and what happens with the trade request and what comes out in the media is going to influence their opinion. You know, they've already got an opinion of Vladimir Tarasenko. So what that is, I don't know. I do think that if he were some, for some reason to be in the uniform on opening night, you know they'd welcome them and, and and play with them. So I don't think there's any angst that way. I just think that everybody involved and probably some teammates too just realize that it's best to uh, resolve this.
0: Jr. For people that only pay attention to the Blues and aren't paying attention to the rest of the league, you might be sitting here saying, "Well." the blues if they don't get anything back for vladimir tarasenko they aren't going to be a playoff team but i look at colorado they're going to win the division they, they should win the division I, I look at dallas but then after that arizona nashville who and they admit that they're in what they're calling a competitive rebuild winnipeg is obviously a question mark after last year chicago and minnesota i think the third spot in the central is going to be wide open
1: yeah, I think it could be. I, I just look at the roster right now, and it's got a couple holes. And, and I do realize that you know guys can play better. Uh, Jordan Tyber had a breakout season last year. Maybe he even takes another step this year. Maybe Robert Thomas uh, figures it out. Maybe Clem Costin jumps in there, and he's a surprise. And, and we forget about uh, you know the fact that they didn't get Landeskog, so on and so forth. You know, I just think that uh, as you look at the roster now, and you realize that some of the names we've been talking about for, for several weeks. Are off the board, uh, Landis Gog um, and some others, that where are you going to get the help? It's going to have to come from within. You know, I believe they're probably still one of the teams uh, involved in Brandon Saad, and he'd be a nice addition. Is he going to put you on the level with uh, Vegas and Colorado? Probably not, but he he would be a good addition if the Blues could somehow, you know, win that battle for him. But, you know, you don't want to overpay. But to me, Randy, you're right. They've got a good team still. Even if they don't get anything back from Tarasenko. A lot of it's going to have to come from within some of those names that I mentioned.
0: And do you think that aside from Colorado and Dallas, is, is there a team that stands out to you in the Central that you say, okay, they are a powerhouse or a potential powerhouse?
1: Not necessarily a powerhouse. Uh, you know, I, I like the teams you mentioned, but uh, Minnesota to me is really. I don't want to say turn the corner yet, but putting something together. I think Billy Garen's making some uh, good decisions, and Kapri- Kaprizov is, uh, I think, a superstar here. So uh, he's going to be fun to watch. They got uh, Cam Talbot in goal, but uh, I think uh, with both goalies, they, they got solid uh, play in net last year. Um, so I think it's a situation where Minnesota, maybe not this coming year, but they're putting their name in the hat, too.
2: J.R., I wanted to ask you about Mike Hoffman before we let you go, because at one point in the season, we thought it was a foregone conclusion that the Blues and Mike Hoffman would have no interest in retaining him or or he coming back. He ends up going to Montreal, but how close were the Blues to getting Mike Hoffman to return?
1: Well, I got a text back from him last night, and he said very close and uh, almost uh, took the deal. Uh, I believe that uh, Montreal came in with some more money. So he gets the three years, he gets the 4.5 AAV, so, you know, if you're doing the math here, maybe the Blues came in at $4 million uh, like like they paid him last year on the one-year deal, Uh, but he he told me that he was very close, so uh, it would have been interesting. Who would have guessed that Mike Hoffman uh, would be thinking about coming back to St. Louis kind of after the drama last year, but he was, and they're going to miss him on the power play, you know, say what you want about the... The fit and the five-on-five and the five play out of Mike Hoffman but we I think that his uh, goals down the stretch on the power play is what got the Blues into the playoffs. so you know they'll move on uh, without him and, and we touched on some of the names that could fill in that hole but nobody's going to fill in that hole on the PP.
0: And JR one last thing before we let you go you mentioned fit how do you think that Craig Berube fits with this current roster?
1: I think he still fits. I, I know that Doug Armstrong said at the end of the season, Craig and I are gonna have to talk and you know, make sure we're on the same page about you know what players you know, we' are going after and how they fit into the system. I think that was evident last year when we saw you know some of the guys still on the team that probably didn't fit that Craig Ruby uh, style. Look, this is a big year for the entire organization, uh, but I think it's a big year for Craig Ruby. It's the last year of his three year contract. And, and I think the Blues, after what we've seen uh, the past two seasons, particularly in the playoffs with the first-round exit, there's going to be a lot more spotlight. 2019, we're talking three years ago now, that, that Stanley Cup run, and you know, obviously that wears off at some point. So you know, I still think Craig Bruby's is the guy for the job, and, and I, think, I think that he can get this team playing. And now, based on uh, the parts that they're going to go into the season with, he's going to have to figure out a, a way to get these guys going.
0: JR, you always bring great material, great piece at The Athletic. We recommend that everybody read that. And if they don't have a subscription to The Athletic, go sign up right now. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you later. That is our friend Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. Next time someone needs to send you money, tell them to use Zelle. With Zelle, the money goes straight into your bank account, and it typically only takes minutes between enrolled users. And even if the sender uses a different U.S. bank, it still works. Plus, Zelle is already in over 1,600 banking apps, so you probably won't have to download another one. By the way, make sure the sender has your correct U.S. mobile number or email address so the money goes to the right place. Look for Zelle in your banking app today.
1: Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info like your name and address from ten popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.